0: jesse blake sports report with jesse blake powered by sports interaction today on the jesse blake sports report we are talking about austin matthews who signed a new contract with the toronto maple leafs i actually wanted to talk about the toronto blue jays today and how they're chasing down a playoff spot after the seattle mariners got like weirdly really really hot after trading their closer at the trade deadline and alec manoa getting sent down to buffalo but then not immediately going and vladdy's kind of really struggling and it's scary so there's a lot of blue jays drama but that can wait another day because austin matthews resigned with the toronto maple Leafs. he signed an extension it is 52 million dollars over the course of four years that's 13.25 million dollars per year and the contract begins next season. It guarantees Matthews will be a Leaf until age of 31. They lock up his prime years. And he's probably going to break every franchise record and and go down as one of the greatest Maple Leafs of all time. He's already in that ballpark and in that realm. So if you want a full breakdown of the contract and what it means for the Leafs and the reactions to the contract, go listen to the Steve Dangle podcast. We did an emergency episode yesterday on Thursday, and you can listen to it right now. It's out. Um, It was fun to be back. So, yeah, go check out the Steve Dangle podcast if you want a full breakdown of the actual contract itself. But Because today we have something else we need to do. We need to evaluate where Austin Matthews ranks among the greats in the NHL today. He'll be the highest paid player in the NHL beginning next season when the contract kicks in. He's going to surpass Nathan McKinnon as the highest paid, based on AAV, player in the NHL. He's number one on the most paid list, but is he number one on the best list? Is Austin Matthews a top three player in the National Hockey League? Let's get into that right after I tell you about Sports Interaction. Get in on the action and make your next bet at Sports Interaction. Like I mentioned off the top, the Jays are trying to hunt down a wildcard spot. If they get into the playoffs, they can do some serious damage with that bullpen that they've thrown together. It's it's real good. Um, but we'll see if they get there. You can bet on all your favorite MLB futures and, and all your MLB bets on sportsinteraction.com slash SDPN. You can bet live in play or... Uh, Before the game, you know, and after, I guess, on Futures or the next game, head to sportsinteraction.com slash SDPN or download the app to get started using the QR code that's on the screen right now. It is 19 plus and please play responsibly. So let's ask the question itself and then talk about the question. Is Austin Matthews a top three player in the National Hockey League? The question itself is a compliment. It's a testament to what he's done in his career so far, because there's millions of hockey players on planet Earth, and we're talking right now on this podcast if he's one of the three best. That's a compliment. That's it. That's where it just started, and we shouldn't look at this as as a negative. It's like when you're talking about LeBron versus MJ. The fact that LeBron got into a conversation with Michael Jordan like, the basketball itself as an entity, Michael Jordan. LeBron's right there, 1-2. That's crazy. So we're here talking about, is Austin Matthews right now a top three player in the National Hockey League? It's a compliment of a question. Let's look at it that way. But let's get into the nitty-gritty of how we can break this down. And I asked this question, is Austin Matthews a top three player in the National Hockey League? On Twitter this afternoon, or yesterday afternoon. Uh... And I got a whole bunch of responses from you out there who listen and might not listen, who just interact on Twitter. And I think your reaction to the question and the ideas you've thrown out are great. Is a great jumping off point for the conversation and how we evaluate Matthews's ranking here in the league. Let's start with Snitch Crumbly. When he's hundred percent healthy, the answer is yes. Let's go to Matt Sutton. Matt says, no, McDavid, McCarr, Drysidle, McKinnon. The fact that Matthews completely goes ghost in the playoffs drops him considerably. Flash Davin says, he's the best goal scorer in the NHL at the most valuable position and reasonably strong defensively. Yes. Adam says, Adam Kishblatt says, can argue three, but McDavid and Dreisaitl are ahead. Mike D. Knack says, at the top of his game, definitely, but probably overall, it's closer to top five. Lynx writes, top five is probably the most fitting position, in my opinion. My five is McDavid, Drysaddle, McCarr, McKinnon, Matthews. And Koki screenshots a Jay Fresh tweet that says, he's the best goal scorer. I can tell you that much. And the Dr- Jay Fresh tweet says, five versus five goals in the past five seasons. Matthews has 145. The next closest is McDavid at 117. And then Pasta at 115. Ov 112, dryside a 106. Those are some crazy numbers. SN Stats tweeted that Austin Matthews has 223 even strength goals in 481 career games. Only six players in NHL history have scored more in their first 481 games. That list of six players is Gretzky, Bossy, Maurice Richard, Mario Lemieux, Yari Curry, and Brett Hall. That is one hell of a class. And lastly, Big Head Hockey tweeted... Most five-on-five goals in the last three seasons, Austin Matthews, 92, Connor McDavid, 73, Pasta, 70. I'll add to those numbers too. One Hart Trophy, one Rocket Rashard, pretty good. You guys have laid out your arguments. I think I think that compiled kind of the conversation that was going on around it. We listed a couple of players in there who we'll get into, who we'll break down. Um, but that was kind of the sentiment. It was very 50-50 on, on Twitter, online, uh, about is Austin number three in the league. Let's pare it down to what matters. McDavid is the free square. That's it. McDavid is the free square. He's he's one of the greatest players we've ever seen play hockey in the history of hockey. Like right now, it's you're throwing McDavid into the upper echelon of people who have played in the NHL. I don't think there's any way to make a case for anybody but McDavid being number one. So we got to take that off the board. That's how I get to two to six. And two to six leaves us with a great collection of great players. I think at two, we have to make another decision where we lock in Nathan McKinnon. I know based on the reaction, there are already people who disagree with that lock. But let me... Let me lay it out for you and how how we get to one and two. McDavid, check. Don't argue with McDavid. But number two, we know some people have a couple other people who we'll get to on the list after this. Matthews has the edge in goal scoring for sure over Nathan McKinnon. There's some other players in National Hockey League who there's several other players in the National Hockey League who have it over Nathan McKinnon in just pure goal scoring. But when it comes to Everything else, I don't think it's comparable with anybody else besides McKinnon and McDavid. Like They are in a class of their own where McDavid is one and McKinnon rolls in at number two. He has the more elite skill set than Austin Matthews. His speed with the puck going end-to-end is only second to McDavid. His playmaking abilities might be second or first best to Connor McDavid. And he has that little thing called the Stanley Cup ring where we know that the way he plays as a leader on the Colorado Avalanche is good enough to win the Stanley Cup. We, I think that that sums up what Nathan McKinnon is. The overall skill that he has as a playmaker, as, as the top-notch elite center in the National Hockey League, it's bar none. I think we got to establish Nathan McKinnon as number two to move the argument forward of where we place Austin Matthews because the Stanley Cup ring definitely trumps things. How effective he is as an overall player, I think, wins out versus anybody else in the National Hockey League. Nathan McKinnon's my number two. Now we get to the real fun of this argument for me, and that's three through six. Matthews, Dreisaitl, Kucherov Makar I want to pay respects to one of the most underrated superstars of this generation and that's Nikita Kucherov. Kucherov gets lost amongst the stars in the league because I think the Lightning have so many stars that he's just a star amongst stars and you don't think of him as the standout of their offense. His peak abilities are just as good as anybody in the NHL. I don't think right now I'd place him above Austin Matthews, for sure. Uh, He's a winger. You have to knock him down for that. The goal scoring is more important to me than the playmaking. I think Austin Matthews' goal scoring ability trumps uh, Nikita Kucherov's playmaking ability. And unlike McKinnon and McDavid, I don't rank Kucherov's playmaking ability so otherworldly that it bumps him up into that top three. So I want to pay my respects, but at number six, I think we go with Nikita Kucherov. We establish that, hey, Austin Matthews is a little ahead of you at this point. I know you got the two cups, but maybe if Austin was on Tampa, he'd have two cups. I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there. I don't know. That leaves us with Austin Matthews, Leon Dreisaitl, Kale McCarr. Kale McCarr, I think, deserves a place in this conversation. Either at five or six, I'm really interchangeable on the Makar-Kucherov five, six um, ranking there. I really don't think Makar has been doing it for long enough for him to enter into the McDavid, Matthews, Dreisaitl, McKinnon conversation where it's those four and then the next two, whether that's Kucherov, then Makar, Makar, then Kucherov. And my, That's my first instinct. My first instinct is that he hasn't been doing it for long enough. If we're doing a true ranking, we probably have Kucherov ahead of him, and I think that's where we settle. Makar is doing things on both ends of the ice that we don't see from defensemen. We see Eric Carlson put up crazy numbers of, numbers of points but struggle on the defensive end. We don't usually see a player like Kale McCarr so great defensively and also awesome offensively. It's generational talent, and I think that deserves some acknowledgement. Just as Kucherov deserves deserves acknowledgement for everything he's done in his long career, but it's not good enough to get into the best of the four. And I think that leaves us with McDavid, McKinnon, and in some order that we have to establish right now, Drysido Matthews. Drysido's a center. He's played a lot with Connor McDavid, but he's a center. He puts up more points than Austin Matthews. He's performed at a level in the playoffs that Austin Matthews dreams he could perform at. In terms of their overall game, though, Austin Matthews has the edge because of how strong he is defensively and that being an aspect of Leon Drysaddle's game that he completely lacks. Austin Matthews is a center and he's more effective at it than Leon Drysidel is. Looking at the top three and four players in the National Hockey League, I think it comes down to what you value. Do you value elite playmaking and scoring, Leon, or do you value elite goal scoring and better overall play, Austin Matthews? I think the conclusion to the question of the pod is that Austin Matthews is either the third or fourth best player in the National Hockey League. And personally, to put a bow on it, I'm taking him over Leon Drysidel because I value the overall game that Austin Matthews brings to the table as opposed to Leon. I understand the playoff scoring, and I understand that besides McDavid – Nobody in the league is as much as a game-breaker as Leon Drysidal, But I think everything else that Austin brings as a complete package puts him over the edge in the deficiencies that he lacks in the scoring and playmaking abilities that Leon wins out in those stat categories. I like the overall package that Austin is as opposed to the offensive package that Leon is. That's my opinion. What is yours? What's your top six players currently in the National Hockey League? And the question that we're trying to get to through establishing a top six is, is Austin Matthews a top three player in the National Hockey League? I'm voting yes. All right, let's get to what's happening. What's happening is brought to you by Sock Odyssey. Gear up for sock-tastic journeys with Sock Odyssey. Socks that fuel your wildest escapades. These socks come equipped with built-in GPS tracking and a snack compartment for all your trailblazing needs. Get yours at SockOdyssey.com and use the promo code JBSR for 20% off. Embark on footloose adventures now. Welcome to What's Happening, where I update you on what's going on in your life through your messages to me on Discord or Twitter or my DMs, and also what's happening on SDPN this week. So one message I wanted to shout out that was written on Monday's episode of this podcast was Blaze99. They wrote on YouTube, cheers, Jesse. I've won once. We talked about fantasy football on Monday's episode. I gave top five must-draft players for to win your fantasy football league. Uh, Blaze99, that's for context. Blaze99 wrote, Cheers, Jesse. I've won once. Play three leagues a year. I think the Raiders are going to be good this year. I'm a Niners fan and it's not looking good so far, but cheers, man. Appreciate your views. Blaze99, thank you for watching and listening. I want to shout out your comment because I think as a Niners fan, you should be ecstatic this year. I love how much they believe in Brock Purdy. I believe in Brock Purdy. And the amount of weapons that they have in in San Francisco, I think they can sneak into the Super Bowl. I think with all of the stars that they have, you can formulate a great offense. And if the, the defense just holds up and allows this offense to go to work behind Brock Purdy... I think the Niners got a shot at sticking the Super Bowl out of the NFC. And as for the Trey Lance situation, maybe get a couple guys back for Trey Lance. You know, you you spent a very high draft pick on him. It was very unfortunate. But if somebody wants to take a chance on Lance, I think the Niners can get something in return and uh, feel that run to the Super Bowl that they might have. And the other thing I want to talk about on what's happening before we wrap up the show here today I said I'd mentioned it last episode, but Jesse versus Jesse versus is a new series that we launched on our YouTube channel where I play golf and I do other challenges that are coming later. But so far, there's there's only been golf. Uh, three episodes are out right now. First episode is with Jax Irwin from my previous radio days. Uh, she hosted a show. Uh, with Adam Wilde on 999 Version Radio. That's a really fun episode. That was the first one. It goes down to the wire. I hope you check that out. We had I had so much fun shooting that with uh, producer Drew and uh, producer Maddie and Justin Fisher, who all came out for the shoot. Second episode is out now, too. It is with Liz Knox of the PWHBA, Scott Wheeler of The Athletic, and myself and producer Drew. We play nine holes of golf once again, and that one wasn't as close, but it was, it was a fun time. <laughs> I'll say that. And then yesterday or Thursday, we dropped n- another episode with Cam Stewart and producer Drew. Once again, Drew and Stu is back next week. I believe they're dropping on September 1st. It's uh, their football futures pick. Go check that out. But check out Cam Stewart. He is one of the wildest human beings I've ever met. Uh, He is just a riot throughout the entire episode. I encourage you to go watch it. Uh, Jesse versus new little challenge videos we got on our YouTube channel. And next week, I'll spoil it. Guest uh, on next week's episode is Ken Reed, the czar of charity golf tournaments. He is at every charity golf tournament in Ontario and also a very fun time. So check out that with ken reed coming next week and go check out all the back catalog and then we're filming one more i think before we wrap it up for the summer so a little five episode series of golf uh with jesse versus but it's going to be in the fall too with other challenges we'll see how that goes anyway so that's it for me today thank you for being here you could have been you could have been doing anything in the world but you chose to be listening or watching this podcast right now and i appreciate you for that i was also on nailing the apex on thursday actually i was on uh, two different pods plus mine. So three pods Thursdays. Fun. Uh, go watch that too. Naomi Apex. F1's back this weekend. Dutch Grand Prix. Uh, we'll see if Max can run the table and win the rest of the races this season. I don't know. I'll be back on uh, Sunday night slash Monday morning for another episode. Maybe then we get to the Blue Jays talk or maybe more NHL. I got a couple NHL bits I want to do. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and rate this podcast. And if you really enjoyed it, uh, share it with a friend. Take care from Toronto. And that is how it's done. The Jesse Blake Sports Report with Jesse Blake. Powered by Sports Interaction. Wanna bet? Jesse Blake, the guy that likes to hear his name twice in one sentence. Sure, I know him. No, he doesn't have an ego at all.